This episode of Heavy D and the Ginger is brought to you by our friends at Trinity Cider. They make a non-sugar added hard cider based right down there in Deep Ellum, right in the heart of Dallas, Texas. Go get your weird on and get your cider on. No bloat, very low hangover, deliciously refreshing, flavors change all the time. Josh and the crew down there got that shit figured out. Swing on by, get yourself a glass, and enjoy. This is a special one-person, 12-minute episode where I talk about Derek Jeter's Hall of Fame and why it bothered me. I hope you all enjoyed. See you soon. What is up, everybody? Um, I actually am by myself. This is something I want to do. Um, These are going to be quick. Um, If Ashley wants to do them, we're going to do this. It's going to be basically um, almost like 10-minute podcast and something that comes up during the week if it's just one of us that bothers it and... um, I shouldn't say bother. If it's just something that catches our eye and we want to talk about it, we want to. I'm going to put it down, record it, put it out there. I think some of you are going to enjoy this, especially our male listeners, people I'm friends with, um, people who aren't going to enjoy it are New York Yankees fans, um, which I am still a New York Yankees fan, no matter what the situation is. Um, I do love the Yankees still, um, but this is something that has bothered me since I was a child about Yankees and Yankees fans. So, Dad, if you're fucking listening. This is a big one for you because I'm going to hit you with some knowledge today. So be ready. Um, again, this is going to be quick. It's something that if Ashley wants to do, we'll set it up. She's not as tech savvy as I am, which is kind of scary because I'm not tech savvy. Um, but we're going to do this. And it was something that my buddy Sean, shout out to Sean, back in New Jersey, said was like, texted me this morning about the Hall of Fame. And yes, I do believe Derek Jeter is a Hall of Famer. That is not where this is going. Derek Jeter is now the second highest all-time approval, you know, vote getter in the history of baseball. He is right behind Mariano Rivera, who was 100. Mariano Rivera is actually the only player that's 100. That includes Babe Ruth, Hank Aaron. Someone actually didn't think Hank Aaron should be in the Hall of Fame. Just let that marinate for a couple minutes when you think about baseball sports writers and how nerdy they are. Derek Jeter is obviously the focal point of a Yankee dynasty. So let's put that into perspective. What does that mean? He is the main star on what was a very, very good run for the New York Yankees. He's very good looking. He's obviously from a biracial family. His family is very intact. Um, And I'm not saying that as an excuse, but Derek Jeter is a marketing machine. He always has been, always will be. And the media perception of him is very strong. And that didn't start when he was a great player. That started his rookie year. So I'm going to take you back to 1996. When he got into the league, he was, A, the young, good-looking shortstop for the New York Yankees, which at the time, what people forget, and you Yankee fans forget this, I'm speaking to you again, Dad, is that the Yankees had a very good core, obviously that core four that they all started to have and obviously there were some other guys and i'm going to say people like tino martinez we'll start with him tino martinez was filling in for don mattingly don mattingly was Derek jeter before Derek jeter he was never he actually mattingly was better because at one point mattingly was the best player in baseball something Derek jeter can never say Derek jeter can never make the claim that he was never the best player at his position i know that you people are going to light my phone up, light my Instagram up, and say, how dare you attack the captain? Well, here's why. Derek Jeter was never the best shortstop in baseball for one year. I'm not going to dig into the stats. Just go look at them. 1996 rolls around. 
Yankees start winning for the first time in a very long time, which is bullshit because in 94, before the strike, they had the best record in baseball and most likely would have been in the World Series against the Montreal Expos. Jeter is good-looking. He's dating Mariah Carey. The other guys on the team, Tino Martinez, was replacing Don Mattingly. No Yankee fan that is listening to this can tell me with a straight face they liked Tino Martinez the first half of the year. He was booed up and down at Yankee Stadium. He was treated like shit. Don't tell me any different. That's what happened. He was not respected when he first got here. Bernie Williams was from obviously from Puerto Rico. He, for some reason, he was obviously had a very Spanish background. He didn't speak very good English. Paul O'Neill was breaking water coolers with bats. That's what it was. That team that won at Wade Boggs was a Red Sox. That team was Derek Jeter's team. Fast forward the next five, six years, and the Yankees are the best team in baseball, culminating with some of the best teams ever like the 2001 team, the 2000, uh, the 1998 team, he's there. In that time, Derek Jeter was never an MVP. Take steroids out of baseball. I don't want to hear it. They all did it. Maybe he didn't. That's not it. That's, it's part of the game just like right now we're going through science dealing. Derek Jeter was never an MVP. I can make a case Derek Jeter is never the best shortstop at one year in any year in baseball. Is he a great player? Is he fundamentally great? Yes. Did he do everything absolutely right in the biggest media market in the world? And here's the scary part. Derek Jeter and Eli Manning are basically almost the same guy. They have really nice stats. They played a really long time. They played a really long time in the public eye. They played a really long time in the largest media sports media outlet in the country. Obviously, this was before social media. And I have seen so many people tell me that Derek Jeter is the greatest, but then they shit on Eli Manning. When they're basically the same guy winning championships for teams, obviously the Yankees have a little bit easier road to the World Series because there's no salary cap. This is not me attacking Derek Jeter. This is me more attacking Yankee fans who have put him on this pedestal like he is the end-all, be-all for baseball players and writers who put him on this pedestal. People forget the end of Derek Jeter's career when A-Rod was there, and I'm not trying to make this a defend A-Rod situation. Derek Jeter wasn't even the best shortstop on his team for a five-year period. And when A-Rod got there, everybody said A-Rod was the reason they went in the World Series. The God's honest truth is Derek Jeter, Mr. November, Mr. fucking half October, was irrelevant after A-Rod got there. Here's another thing. Derek Jeter held the, Yankee hosti- the Yankees hostage for years with his salary. He had no range to his left. He could not hit anything towards the end of his career, but yet they trotted him out there for $18 million a year. Any other team, he would have been shipped away. There's a reason that when he became a free agent late in his career, no team even offered him $9 million a year. $9 million to get one of the biggest faces in baseball back. Now, I am not saying that I am not grateful for the time Derek Jeter in my childhood played and I'm not because he was the face of the Yankees. But I am telling you right now, I can make arguments that he was never even the best player on his team. So to say that he's the second all-time leading lock to be in the Hall of Fame is outlandish. It's so stupid. It shows how nerdy baseball writers are. It shows how just we get this image of people, and Jeter's one of them. They have that. It's just we put these guys on a pedestal. They play the game correctly. They do it. It's the same thing with Jordan did in Chicago. They knew he was cheating on his wife. They knew he wasn't a good guy. They knew he was a gambler. It didn't come out until he was done. We just loved him. We see a blind eye to him. Same thing with Jeter. I am not 
saying I didn't love Jeter playing for the Yankees. But if Derek Jeter played anywhere else, he'd be Craig Biggio. I hate to say that to you people, but it's the truth. He never won an MVP. He never was the best player at his position. He did everything right. He was vanilla. There was nothing to hate about him. I know Red Sox fans are like, oh, man, even though Jeter was a Yankee, I love that dude. He just played his hat out. He played great. Guess what? No more was better than him. Just a sad facts. Look it up. Go look at the stat lines. They're not that good. I mean, they're good. I shouldn't say they're not that good. They're just not as good as other players. This is their steroids, whatever. And we go, who cheated and took steroids? <laughs> then he's dumb because everybody else was doing them. Every pitcher was doing them. Everybody else was doing them. This is probably going to get people riled up. I actually want that. So if you really do think this is the way it is, I just think it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. He won a couple gold gloves when A-Rod moved from shortstop. And, yes, Yankee fans, dad, again, did not appreciate the fact they had the two best shortstops in baseball on their team and one moved to third base. Rightfully so. He was going to the Jeter's team. But if you think being the captain of the Yankees should put you in the Hall of Fame, you have another thing coming to you. So people ask me all the time why I don't really follow baseball as much as I used to. It's because of Yankee fans, because of shit like this. And I know this is voted on by the media. I know this is voted on by other people. But the media is the one who painted this image. And the truth is, Jeter was kind of a baby towards the end. And I know they won again in 2009. Shout out to my brother-in-law, Brian, who snuck into two games at Citizens Bank Ballpark. A-Rod carried that team to Jeter's sixth World Series, fifth or sixth World Series, I can't remember. Then they were irrelevant again. They just weren't good. Like, he was too old, but yet he stayed at shortstop. You know, not giving range to his left. Like, I'm sorry, but Ripken moved. If Ripken could move in Baltimore to help the team, Jeter should have moved. Should have moved to left field, should have moved to center field, should have moved somewhere else. They would have been fine. But Yankee fans didn't want that. Jeter didn't want that, and that's what it is. And now, and I'm going to say this, somebody posted something about how baseball, in the light of the Stein-stealing signal bullshit that's going on, they need Jeter, you know, let's build this Hall of Fame thing up. Let's 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 talk about what Derek Jeter's doing in Miami. He is literally he got a baseball organization and is cutting up profit. He that's what he's doing. He is doing he is taking the revenue sharing from all of baseball and instead of putting the product back on the field, he's doing that. He's actually doing what the Houston Astros did in the post Roger Clemens, Andy Pettit, Jeff Bagwell, Craig Biggio run they had to the World Series where they lost to the White Sox where they tank. You take all the money that you take as a collective baseball. It's a giant pool. All the sports do it. It's a business decision. You basically send all your talent away. You load up on your farm system. But in that process, you put a shit product on the field for your fans in a major league baseball stadium, and then you cut the profit up. It is a genius business move. It is terrible if you're a hardworking fan. I don't even know if Miami has that, but it's bullshit. Now, it could benefit him in a few years when this talent is but anybody who tells me like you need to let's focus on Derek Jeter he's a guy who traded John Carlos Stanton and Kristen Yelich Kristen Yelich who might be the best player in the National League for nothing literally nothing he cut the payroll he put a shit product on the field and that's what it is this is not a jealousy me hate Derek Jeter again I am still a Yankee fan I still get alerts every time the Yankees play I follow the Yankees I personally just don't care for this Jeter thing, saying Jeter is, I have always said that Rivera is the reason 
the Yankees had a dynasty. People forget Rivera how many times. There are more people that have been on the moon than have scored on Marion Rivera, hit home runs on Marion Rivera in the playoffs. I forget what the stat is, but there's a meme out there. You can Google it. He is, he was the reason the Yankees won the World Series. So don't, we get wrapped up sometimes as sports fans as we get this marketing push behind us. We get this giant surge. It's, it's, it sometimes works, it sometimes backfires. But Jeter is the perfect guy, was the perfect guy to build the Yankees. So I wanted to get on here. I wanted to do a, a hot HSO. It's the reason why I wanted to start talking in the first place. Obviously, if you listen to our first episode, I always wanted to do sports talk radio. Obviously, I listened to a lot of Mike Frances when I was growing up. Um, and I just wanted to do that. So it was quick. It was content. It was. It's going to be about 12 and a half, 13 minutes. And I hope you enjoyed it. And if you do like this, fucking reach out. Let's have a debate. Let's do this shit. I'm not going to put you on the air because I don't have that kind of technology. But I want to hear it. Um, so this is like a bonus episode. And uh, thanks. Hope you guys enjoyed it.